Wolofed is something we have definitely implemented since day one. Implemented since day one, but check this. Let's intro this so we can get right in and we can talk about what we implemented and what we're doing and what we're planning to do. Mm. So I'm going to throw it up to you. You're going to throw it up to me? I'm going to throw it up to you like, like, Le, like D-Wade off the glass and you LeBron that shit. So where we at? Okay, episode 14. Okay, where we at? Rebirth of Life and Love podcast. You but got sis, Felicia here. Where we at? Oh my goodness, we are back at our space. We are back at the studio, okay? So if you are not watching, it is time to start watching on YouTube because you got to see and feel where we are. We're in the We've wind. been at home. We Life is life in all of October. So we were filming from the living room and now we are back in our studio and it feels good to be back there's vibes everywhere like you can channel the creative vibes like they're talking to the spirit is talking today that's like when i came up here and opened that door it's like me walking into the pool pit i felt it <laughs> well it's just like oh, i don't know i think everybody might be going through it in the pandemic where your house has become where you work yep where you have your creative space yep. where you live with your kids it's just everything and sometimes just everything feels like it's just falling on top of you. Yep. And it's so neat to get dressed, get out the house. And having the space is so key. But like you said, it just feels like we are back. Like the creative juices are flowing again. Because like I can, when we were filming from home, it was like, is Roman going to sleep? Is he napping? Is he up now? Look at the monitor. It just wasn't, it wasn't it. It's a different type of focus. But like, let me... Let me tell you this. Yes, the home is where your kids sleep and you sleep. But talk coming from the man who never leaves the house ever. Last week, I went outside twice. And the first time was to get Roman from my mom's house. And the second time was to go to the Seahawks game. Yeah. But outside of that, everything else was literally in the house. And so, like you said, opportunity to get out. You was talking about my outfits. You say, oh, you, you need to get up and get dressed. Like, I be getting up and getting dressed, but, like, I put on sweats and, you know, the hoodie because tis the season. But since wait, wait, you bully me. You wear sweats in a hoodie in summer. So the season's all round for the hoodie vibes, it, the that, cozy vibes. That is true. But cozy, cozy is a whole wave. And so you bullied me to put in some stuff on. So I'm up. I'm present. You saw when we were recording from the house, it's a little more chill, so you can roll downstairs mm-hmm. straight out your bathrobe, like, yeah, let's let's do this. But you look good. Thank you. Look you know, I put color. put something on, you know, a little a little something, something, a little something, something. But uh if you can't see y'all, Rome is he's downplaying it. He's got uh his Seahawks crew neck sweatshirt. From Abercrombie and Fitch. Okay, plug it. And then he's got his own branded hat, the Rome brand. The Kingdom Collection. Okay. So, like, again, the reason to hop on YouTube and watch us because you can he's, see looking, he's looking good. He's looking like more than a snack. And I'm over here, you know, I decided it was wear your man's clothes to work day. I'm so. looking like a Cheesecake Factory entree. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all stop sleeping on Cheesecake Factory. I'm still not over that episode. If you haven't listened, go back and listen to episode 13 because we break down all the dates, all the locations where you're... Supposedly not allowed to take someone on the first date, yeah. which is a lie. There's a lot of places on there that you could take me now, which is probably like our thousandth date. I'm fine with it. I mean, we went. <laughs> we, we had Cheesecake Factory a month ago. But... We sure did. We here... I mean, 
But see, here's the thing. Okay. Everybody is talking previously about the past. Like you said, first dates, where can you go? Mm -hmm. But guess what? We already did that. We're already here. We're already a union. No Gabrielle. And now um, it is talking about goals. I know. Where's the drum? Do I have some drums over here? <laughs> I think I, I feel like I got it. Let me just do an applause. I, an applause is okay. So we're talking about goal setting and being able to support your partner, your spouse, whoever you're with, supporting them to achieve their goals. Mm -hmm. Now, you mentioned lately we've done a lot of talking on goal setting. And yeah. I feel like one of the dope parts about our relationship, our entire relationship, I feel like, has been predicated around goal setting, especially because when we first met, obviously, y'all, if you haven't watched this or listened to the story, go back and listen, but I was at a really down place when we met, mm -hmm. and all Felicia had to do is really understand that I was goal-driven and like saw the steps I was taking to, to achieve those goals, but again, that was a different stage in life. You add kids to the picture, you add jobs to the picture, you add all this stuff to the picture, and now things get a little muddy and a little complicated. Mm -hmm. And so for you, tuck, take them through a little bit of, just take them into some of those conversations we've had about goal setting. Yeah, I feel like early on it was like dream setting. Like there's goals and there's like, how can we achieve them? But early on it was like dreams. Like, okay, so we want to have a family and love to have two kids, three kids and, you know, live in Seattle. I feel like that three kids. Um, we want to do this in our career. You want to be in the sports world. And I was still trying to figure out, I wanted to go to the Olympic trials. And so like, it was all so far away. And then we went into a stage where it was like, now we're dating and now things are real and now things are attainable. Like, what's the realistic aspect of these goals? And there's goals that we have for each other individually. There was goals we had as a couple. And there was goals, like, maybe career-wise. And now that we've gone into another chapter of now we have a family, now there's another layer of there's goals for our kids yep. and goals we have as parents. Yep. And I feel like it's so important to remember that each hat you wear deserves its own set of goals. And the personal aspect versus the business aspect of it. And like me and Rome are very unique where like, I mean, this podcast is a business in itself. Yep. And so we work together. So we've got goals and our own vision for this podcast, which makes things tricky. But then we've got goals that we have for ourselves where your opinion doesn't quite matter. You know what I mean? Like it's my own goal for myself, whether it be like weight loss, whether it be I want to, uh, for my career, like I want to take on management. And that's what I've done more recently is like get promoted within my career. And what does that look like? I want to do more speaking engagements. Like the list goes on, but I think some goals it needs to be for yourself and for you to feel good. And some need to be a foundation that you work on with your partner. And it's interesting you said that. Cause again, we talked about that stuff before of like, sometimes it's not for you to respond to or to understand, yes. you know, and, and truly like we both stand in that because everybody, like she said, again, to repeat what she said again, everybody has their individual goals. We'll start there. We'll start at the individual goal level. Now, every person in this world has a different outlook on something mm -hmm. and it does make it hard when you are sharing that something 
with someone else. Again, yeah. since we're keeping it very much relationship based, but I think it really comes down to the root of who's really driving the goal and like what compromise you can get to. Um, for example, to take you into kind of some of this podcast structure, like me and Felicia, visually, creatively, we are in two different directions. Mm -hmm. We we think of of our, our ways of execution are, are, are both different. And so it's like we take a step back and we realize that the goal in this case, successful podcast. Yeah. Okay, how do we get to the successful podcast? It's actually going to take a little bit of your goal setting, a little bit of my goal setting. Oh, for and sure. so it truly is like a, a compromise in itself to like, all right, as you'll notice, some mics, I'm just hanging back. And and Felicia has to be A mic. And vice versa, Felicia hangs back, and I got to be A mic. Mm -hmm. And so it's just you do what you have to do for the collective to achieve that goal. And I think it's important to to set that that goal or that those goals previous to starting this thing. Yes. But I, I think having clear definitions of what success looks like that. is so key because for us, creating we're using the podcast as an example mm -hmm. but like we both said we wanted to have a platform where people could get to know us mm -hmm. and where we could really use our voices to make change you know build compassion um and talk about like our lives because we have such a different perspective on life because we're so many things we're yep. so many bosses we are a black man, black woman. We are married. We are millennials. Mm -hmm. We are medical needs parents. Mm -hmm. Like the list goes on. We are creators. And so like we wanted to have that space for us. So success for that meant people coming on and listening and, and hearing us and maybe being inspired. And then we didn't get too deep in the details of it meant this many views and it meant this many. We didn't get there. And so now we're just kind of like, moving forward from that point. But if we didn't have a clear understanding of what success looked like, I feel like we would be here of like this tug and pull. And it's interesting because again, like, so to stay there, the definition of what success looks like. And I said, all of this stuff is subjective mm -hmm. because society will tell you one thing. Society will tell you, we take it off the pod for a minute and we talk about real life stuff. Yes. Society tells you that you have to make six figures or whatever to be happy, you know? And so there's a lot of goals that are, financially driven mm -hmm. cool but like what i think that it doesn't kind of tell you is everything you have to do not only to get that salary but to maintain it and it's really like compromising something on the back end for example family time mm. if you're making 100k it depends on obviously the state you're in right. but that usually comes with a lot of responsibilities less family time so like where's the value and what's more important do you want to be able to be financially stable for your family, which I think most majority of the people would say, mm -hmm. or do you want to be able to build those everlasting relationships and live comfortably? Because you really have to figure that out because if one person is, you know, grinding because they think it's all about financial stuff, but the other person wants comfortability and family stuff, oh, there's yeah. a huge disconnect that has oh, to be sure. solved there because you're going in, in literally two different directions. And that's when resentment comes in. And I feel like we are, the pandemic, there's a silver lining in it because I, I think a lot of people saw how important and how short life can be. And it allowed us to became parents in a time where we had to be home. Mm -hmm. So we were so present. We were so, we were able to give so much time to Callie. In the hospital. In the hospital. Yep. And then even like when we got home, I was working from home. You were working from home. Our lives totally changed of 
what work looked like for us. And it allowed us to really see all the little moments for Callie. And now you fast forward to now and now we're leaving and now I'm having to go into the office. And I feel like I had to take a step and, and think about or stop and think about what's more important. I want to be there for those moments and I can excel in my career, but then I can miss out on having those experiences with my child. And so my goals definitely shifted and we both sat down and said, okay, my goal for my career is I wanted to have a promotion and I wanted to take on management. And you asked me, well, what are you sacrificing for that? And I had to stop. And you were like, and also like, why do you want it? Yeah. Is it because you want the title? Is it because, and I was just like, why? And again, it's because that sacrifice also impacts me too. Yes. And so that, that's why it was important to ask the question. Because right. like your goals intersect with your spouse and their um, well-being in their life. And so it was good for you to ask that question because I think I was so caught up in like, this is going to be great. Like I got a promotion, the title changed, but I'm like, wait, what, what do I want from this? And I think for me, it came down to, I had to put my career on pause for a couple years to really give back to Callie. And I was excited to get back to me and this setting of me taking the promotion it was also on my own terms. I was able to negotiate some things within my promotion that still allowed me to have that work-life balance that I don't think I would have got three years ago or at a different company. So it made sense, but I had to realize that I might need to spend a couple extra hours on the computer or at work. Am or I nights. Gonna, yeah. Or am I going to miss things at home? And how do you feel about it? And I, and I feel like your response was super helpful because like, You've always been someone that is going to support me and push me to be the best self. But you're going to also be that one that kind of brings me back down to reality of like, hey, 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 don't get ahead of yourself. Like, what did you feel like in that moment where my goal, my career meant that it was going to be more work on your end in a different sector of your life? Like, Yeah. And then, well... To, to call out, this is what the episode is about today, how to support your spouse's goals and dreams. Mm -hmm. And really how I supported your goals and dreams was simply by taking a step back. Yeah. And I mean, we I feel like we speak about this at length, but I'll continue to repeat it in case there's someone new that needs this information or because it's or, or if it's received differently today. But there are seasons where you have to lead. There are seasons where you have to follow. And so understanding what happened, let's look at the facts. All right, fact one, sick AF. Fact two, I get laid off. Mm -hmm. Fact three, now Roman's here. Well, that Roman was there before. Yeah, but again, yeah. Uh, yeah, so not, not in the, the specific order, but um, that all happened within, what, a two-month period. And yeah. so the sick, continuous thing. But again, it's just like, all right, now what does this look like? So now let's look at the external factors. So daycare, daycare for a newborn. Okay, expensive, like twenty five hundred. Mm -hmm. And then we have it at this time we actually didn't have a full schedule for Cali. Right. We nurse still wise. had yeah, nurse wise. We still had um nights open. I believe we had a day open too, didn't we? Mm -hmm. Um or one of the nurses was stretching and so she was working overtime to the to cover that extra day. But yeah, so the schedule wasn't good, the or as good, laid off, mm -hmm. Romans here not feeling well, 
and you're starting to hit your your stride. You're yeah. going you're going around your 200, and you're about to to pick up speed. And so now it's like, yeah, it, it's it makes sense for me to kind of fall back into the supportive role instead of like trying to lead. And you know, again, transparently speaking, it's still been difficult mm-hmm. from the standpoint of like I don't have a lot of time to do anything myself like at all and partly you know partly that's on me because like I haven't been able to juggle you know what I need physically because I have to go to bed earlier unfortunately I can't stay up as late otherwise I don't function well the next day mm-hmm. so like with that against my wall and then just with the needs of the kids like by the time I have time for myself it's not an ideal time for me to get any work done. Mm-hmm. And so it's still something trying to navigate how to get through that. But again, I know that that's not the most important thing. The most important thing is for you to take off right now because now you're, you're, the, you're the face, you're the body, I'm the Ferrari engine. Yeah. So like we have to work together to well, get what, across the finish line. So I guess my, my question more is like, was there a thought process for you to best support me? Like, when you saw that this was my season, like, did it cross your mind of like, okay, how can I support Felicia in the season? Or was it just like a natural thing of like, this makes sense? Well, it, well, yeah, I mean, it's a natural, it, both kind of, it's a natural thing of this makes sense, but probably the, uh, probably my transparent thought was like, buckle up. Mm-hmm. Because like, one great part about being extremely like realistic and like borderline pessimistic you can already see this stuff coming from a mile away. <laughs> so it's just like, it's a matter of like, you know, this is going to happen, mm-hmm. but you just don't know how it's going to hit you yet. And so you're going through, you know, again, going through the lumps. It's just like, hey, I can't, I can't take, take him as soon as I get home or I can't, you know, do this as soon as I get home. Like I need a second or, or you have to go do something. And so it's just like, okay, you know, so it, I used to be like, almost like how one would go to work and be like, all right. You gotta be on for nine to five, but once five comes, you can clock out for a little bit. But like, I had to change my mindset to to not clocking out, yeah. you know. And so I think that's for sure help because then when you have to stay later or even go in on a weekend or a, a night or whatever, like it doesn't really do anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, doesn't phase me too much, not anymore. But yeah, yeah, like there was that moment where it's just like automatically, like it makes sense. Like yeah. it makes sense. So you do what you have to do. Yeah. I feel like okay so what happens when you have your goal I have my goal and they don't align yeah so that's like, kind of that like a dilemma like how do you yeah because I want to give them some like yeah no because this, like, this is a real this is a real situation I feel like where it happened and so again here here's what it is I know that this is kind of a cop-out answer but it does mm-hmm. really depend on what that goal is if it's financial you know, obviously someone, you know, may try to grind and the other person might be comfortable. Like there's not too much you can do there outside to let the person do what they want to do. And you just have to be okay with the fallback. Mm -hmm. You know, you just have to be okay with seeing them less and all that stuff like that. Um, I'm trying to think of a goal where like it would cause complete turmoil because that could, I'm not going to say that's like a deal breaker by any means, yeah. but I could see well, where those cause a lot of tension in a relationship. I think 
what you see a lot now is you have women just as career driven as men. Mm -hmm. And so before the men were the providers Mm -hmm. and their careers took priority over women. Mm -hmm. And now we are, we've been go-getters, y'all. We've been getting to the bag, but now it's more acceptable in society to see women get promoted, CEOs. And there's also a bigger push for men to be allies and support women and to gain into certain roles. Like, you know, for, with my business and like my role, they have looked at the statistics of women on boards and see how low it is. So now you see programs where it's like, this is an initiative we're about. We're trying to get more gender equity when it comes to women on board. So I say, I'll say you're seeing women go get it. And yep. now it's like your, your role is not more important than mine. And so the career focus, when your careers take you to two different paths of, okay, well, I got this promotion or this new job opportunity is going to move us to Texas. Yep. And here you are saying, well, my jobs are here. Yeah. And my family and my life. Yeah. So, okay. That's, so that's, that a, good, that's a good example because it, I think we'll just say, because when you were talking, I was just like, Okay, if you were going to try, if your goal was to become a CEO of somewhere, mm-hmm. um, I was like, all right, how would that make me feel? Because knowing all of the stuff that that requires, you know, from a time standpoint, mm-hmm. it's basically, it's it's almost like a you selfishly have to be like, all right, what's what's in this for me? Like, am I really like, let me take one step back. Mm-hmm. Your feelings are your feelings. So if that was a situation, you're like, I'm trying to be a CEO. I would be pissed probably because I'm just like, um, okay, that is as cool as that is and as great as that is for you, there's a ripple effect. Yeah, and it might like, not work for our family. The, the ripple effect is, all right, so I just need to kiss all my dreams and stuff goodbye and live off your money in your you know i mean like what you're bringing what you're earning what you're Mm -hmm. uh what you're setting up now again from a family standpoint because we know you know the situation with our children our children need love they should have love they should have love from both but a parent who is there but not present is just as bad as a deadbeat parent in my opinion Mm -hmm. and so i can see that if you are unable to give that time. Yeah. Like if, if it just becomes work, then that would cause a serious issue. And that would then be, I would probably advocate for me and the kids because it's like, you are, you're robbing them of happiness. Like money's cool, whatever, you know, but like, Mm -hmm you're robbing them of what can be of like being present as their mother yeah um for this title for you to feel great when it comes down to it it's like dope you're ceo but now your kids are teens and they resent you and it's like what's the and what i think the resentment comes from if if that hasn't been communicated to you early on like if all of a sudden i tell you like today i want to be ceo and i know the sacrifices are going to be you and my children, then that's a decision I'm making for us. That's crazy. You know, and that means what? That's what I'm saying. And that's yeah. where the resentment comes from because it's like, I didn't get buy-in from you. Yeah. And where you see a lot of people is the goals are set early. 
So I know from jump that we're both ambitious people trying to be CEOs. I actually don't think the goals are set early with a lot of people and that's why they... Well, that's the personality. But I mean, like, I think you know someone who is... I just think it's a part of who you are. If that's a CEO is what you want to be, maybe yeah. it's something that's been always about you. And for most people, they, they're going to say early on, like, I don't want to have kids. Yep. I don't want to do this because mm-hmm. I know what I'm trying to focus yep, on. Yep, yep. It's when the goal happens and it shifts within the relationship. And it's like, no, this doesn't fit to what we've been working towards this whole time. And now do I have buy-in from you? Because then that's also why like my couples and relationships fail mm-hmm. is change of priorities, change of yep. vision, change of mission, like all, all the that. stuff changes all the time. Like change is the only constant. Yeah. Really. So like, yeah, no, it, it, it's a very interesting scenario because you're right. Like if you just have no regard for anybody, you're like, no, I'm going to do this for me. Like that is a, from a, a partner standpoint. Yes. It's like a slap in the face, but mm-hmm. also like you can't really, you can't really say anything because it's just like, no, I shouldn't say you can't really say anything. You can voice all you want. But like the whole thing is like, that's your goal. And so people should be able to achieve their goals or at least try. But right. I would probably push back and say, be a CEO of your own company. Mm. Like that, cause that's the time I'm on. So I would be like, no, nah, no, nah, stop running and jumping and shucking for them. Go Thank do you. this for, go do this for you in our family. Be the CEO of, of our family mm. in our uh our business in corporation like all that stuff so but again like we, I mean, here's the thing we haven't hit that we yeah, haven't no, no, gotten but, to that point where the goals that we have um i guess this the season we're in right now is the closest we've been to that but we know it's a season like i don't want to be ceo but i also know that our children are in a stage where they need us at a very high level and so us in five years, when they're both in school, when you get dedicated time to always like drop them off and have time to yourself, that changes. Yep. You might want to get into back into the workforce. There's a lot of things that you might want to do in a couple years mm-hmm. that might shift the way our family functions at this moment. But at the end of the day, what we're doing now, the roles that we play made sense for our family and for our goals. Because there's goals in your career, but there's also financial goals. Yep. And I feel like... For us, and I also give the advice to others out there, we used to have very informal, like goal setting conversation. Like maybe we're talking about business and money, and is a conversation that happens. More recently, we decided to have like a set date where we get away. We have a night away where it's it is goal setting. Yeah, it's all you know, about it's, planning. Yeah, and it's financial. It's the goals for our family, trips we want to go on, buy a new house. It's big picture. Yep. And it, we took it back to like middle Ooh, school style. Right. We were crafting. Yeah. We were we were cutting out pictures from magazines and it was glue sticks, all the things. We got a poster. I'll have to put it up over here yeah. of our goal setting. So if you're not watching, watch because you'll see like what we came to decide on. But it was really interesting to see what I cut out and what you cut out mm-hmm. and then things that actually came together of like, okay, we had these similar goals, yeah. but also like, Oh, I didn't know that was your goal. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't know that you wanted to achieve that. And it was a, a moment you of be listening because then it allowed us to like support each other in a different yeah. level. Like we both had a house on there. We both yeah. like want a bigger house. Yep. 
I had CEO on there, so it's funny because I, I actually met be a CEO, but I met like yeah. focus more on business aspect yeah. of things. I think I had like a vacation. I, did too. I mean, I had I because I want to I want to own and run a media company. So like y'all know complex, like I want my own complex. Yeah. But for like creator content stuff, and so. I think I had Tim Cook from Apple on mine. So technically, he's obviously a CEO, and technically, that's a CEO role. But like, yeah, you get the vibes. But it, like, then we took a moment to like, okay, present. We did. We presented. Like, we like went to we the were... front of the class. We're like, oh, I want to do this. I cut this out because this is important to me. And and it was just like a moment to just listen. Like, you talked for like fifteen minutes, and it was just like. Okay. Yeah, go watch the YouTube video. Cause we yeah, I'll YouTube. link the YouTube video, though. Because it, it was just really helpful for clarity. And it made me realize how goal setting is needed for a formal setting. Like, you pick a date, you pick a time, and we are going to really dig deep and dive deep into these topics. Yeah, because you know why? Like, I, I feel like if you don't do that and you just try to have the conversation, like, willy-nilly or whatever, is that you don't have all of, like, your brain power brought into it it's almost like if you just hit me like when you got home, hey let's have a goal conversation like right. nah bro i'm hungry yeah well because you like, go well we talked about communication like yeah i need to communicate when you are in a place where you're ready to receive yep. and so if goal setting is very informal and your partner is not ready to receive that information it's not going to stick mm -hmm. and then i'm going to be like why aren't you supporting my goals and you're like, I honestly don't remember what they are. Yeah. I didn't know how important they were. I didn't know yep. the ranking of them. Yep. I know the details behind them. And now I know what your goals are. And now I can support you on a day-to-day -day basis. But also I can be your accountability partner. Mm -hmm. That was key. Because we talked about like, okay, well, if this house is what we really want, do we need to be shopping over here? Do we need to go over here? She ain't asking herself that, though. No, no. I still she be shopping, me, said, I still be shopping, She said, oh, if I should get this house, should, I, <laughs> should we really be ordering Amazon? And then you check the orders and she like... Don't worry about it. Those are mine. Those are mine. I know they got your name on it, but this mine. I ordered that. Like, oh, okay. We'll but but I'm excited, though, for us to sit down and create new goals yeah. and then reflect on last year. And it's going to be real fun. I've, see I haven't what looked we at it in like and a year. Me either, because I also feel like with goal setting, it's good for it to be very present. And so one thing we failed at doing was putting them up somewhere so we can always see them. We so tried, we they we just did fell for over. <laughs> yeah, and then we we put them away, and so now I haven't seen it. So now it's like front of mind of okay, this is what every day needs to be aligning towards. So that is the one part that we failed at goal setting. Um, I like that style of goal setting, but there's the financials, and that aspect was a little more tricky. And it was like, I think I went through our bank account statement, and I. <laughs> Every month, y'all, I add up how much we spent on Uber Eats and eating out, how much we spent on groceries, and I had you guess what you thought the number Hold would on. be. Instacart and Uber Eats sponsor us. Yeah. We got the proof. We got the proof that we're we're spinning. We are spinning too much, y'all. And we looked at those numbers and we were like, mm, yeah, they, they they the numbers were high. I don't like. How many YSL purses could you could you have okay. had with that budget? Yeah, well, a lot. I just feel like well, we were like, why are we spending so much on groceries and we're also spending so much on eating out? The, the, the math ain't mathing. No, it's mathing because like you can't you get food and then like once the food is in the house, like you don't cook right away. 
Mm-hmm. Like you still got to eat something that day. And so, and then you eat the groceries the next day. So like, don't ever tell me, oh, there's food at home because, okay, okay, <laughs> I'm hungry now. Right. <laughs> okay. Well, you had a couple like clips that you, that kind of. Hold on. Let, let's, let's, let's finish this out first. Let's, yeah. let's go, go back to, all right, to support your spouse exactly. or your person's goals. This is how you do it. You talk. First and foremost, you talk. You need to share the goals. You need to know what what you're looking at, what they're looking at, what they want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, how else do you support? You have to make the decision then. So once you find out what they have or what they want to do, then you have to make the decision as a person. Where do I fit in on this? Because yeah. we talked about last pod, like the, with the um, with the lady getting her husband ready for work every week and doing his facial and stuff like that. Like, what can you do to help facilitate that goal? Is it just doing picking up? you know, the t- some of the uh, monotonous tasks that they do. So it frees up a little bit of time. Is it actually like giving that person time to create mm-hmm. or to do whatever they need to do for their goals? So talk to them, find out where you fit in, and then continuously have the, the conversation check-ins. and the check-ins. And yeah. Yeah, to make sure that there's no resentment because if you have, you know, maybe map it out by your together goal, your individual goals, you know, and then under those buckets you could do financial and all that stuff like that and so yeah yeah do the activity actually write that out yeah do the activity for sure because i think there's big picture and there's little picture goals because i would say maybe within the first six months of dating we started to set some goals of like for us and we just knew each other we were each other's person because we were over here like, I want to have, like I said, how many kids and what we want to do for our career. And it was fun to start that tradition early on of communicating what we wanted. And then now to, to dial it down and be a little more realistic of like, okay, what well, we'll be trying to achieve this year. Because sometimes setting goals for five years is cool, but like you need that like what we going to do this month, what yeah. we're going to do in, by end of the year and what we're going to do in three years. For sure. To quickly segue, and again, it's very realistic. Yeah. Very, very, uh, still has a lot to do with it. But again, we talk about setting goals, chasing dreams. Now, we're going to quickly shift gears to those times that you have to do stuff, you know, for money because maybe things get tight financially. So let me give you all some context. So there is a former NBA player Joe Smith was the number one pick in 1995 out of Maryland. Um, he recently was going, well, he, he was trending and went viral uh, from a video that his wife posted. And basically, real time, he is finding out that she uh, had an OnlyFans. And basically, like right away, you know, just reading the comments, everybody in the comments were like, I can't believe this lady would have an OnlyFans, blah, blah, blah. And the husband just found out about it. Like, he needs to leave her. He was pissed. And partly, I feel like he was pissed after based off, like, being embarrassed. Mm -hmm. But, like, there's more to the story that has come out since then. And it is crazy. Former NBA player Joe Smith had a grand reaction when he found out his wife, Keisha Chavez, has an OnlyFans account. In a video recorded by Keisha, Joe appears extremely upset with his wife when he found out the news. 
I have an OnlyFans page, and he's mad because he's just now finding out about it. Of course I'm mad I'm just finding but out about it. I'm not doing it with anybody but myself, so why should I have to tell you my choice, my body, my body, my Joe, I've been talking to you about mad things. I've been asking for solutions. You're not giving me none, so I created one. That's no solution. Not in my book. That's no you knew, solution. You knew who I was when you met me. Before. Before. Before, before yeah. Before, met, yeah, I and knew I that. thought that I would never have to go Man, back to anything already, like this that again. But unfortunately, no, no, no. that's not the case right after that, now. After that, everything's supposed to change. Everything did change. No, no, no. You stood out there showing your body. You stood out there doing stuff like this on camera. You act like that's the only thing that I do. I have mad jobs, but they're not facilitating everything that needs to be done. So I got something extra. Only fans be breaking me off. What the Come on, Keish, with that. It, it don't matter what they breaking you off. It's the disrespect that comes with it. What you disrespect? Even, you couldn't come and talk to me about it. Okay, well, we're talking about it now. Because I had so. to find out on the fly. Keisha ends the video by saying she's been doing what she has to do, and that's the bottom line. The two have been reportedly married since 2018. So one thing about Joe is, again, former NBA player, number one pick. Um, he, from the video that I sent Felicia today, uh, she did an, his wife did an interview with TMZ. So her background, her, well, again, this is where it gets juicy. So her background, she used to be an adult film star. He knew, Joe knew that when he met her. She used to be a singer too. So she was singing over in Germany, was making you know pretty good life for herself, came over here. She assumed like, cause he was already done playing at that point. She assumed being with the NBA player, her career would be good. Mm. Well, unfortunately there was some money troubles and- her life would be good. Life would be good, sorry. Fortunately there was some money troubles and um, the couple was hurting for money. And so what she shared today that I had no idea is that they were getting ready to get be put out their house and wow. that she owned another house i think in florida and she was about to lose that because that's how things went um they had some businesses during the pandemic but uh failed so what's <laughs> oh. crazy again she has an only fans i don't know they didn't get into what she's doing on the only fans but it's something naked and something you know Whatever. This is a good little R-rated, y'all. Put, put the kids to bed. Yeah, put the kids to bed. But uh, so how far do you or does one go to get money if things become tight? How far they're willing to go, how far they're comfortable with going. Clearly, this is something that she's done in her past life. And so she felt comfortable going back to that place. I think it's a little different if we were hurting for money. My, what I would do to get money would be very different. I would not create an OnlyFans. Um, I think in one of the videos she said that um, it was very successful. You know, like OnlyFans <laughs> is paying me. You know, she was very clear of like, I'm able to get to it with OnlyFans. I would find another route and way to bring some money in here. But I, what's interesting is the ego because... For his name, what's his name? Joe. 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 Yeah. Clearly, like he's more. I almost wonder if he's more upset that she found a way to make ends meet than the way that you know, like they. Because she called him out. She <laughs> was just like, "Here we are." And, and to make it all come together, y'all. The the clear 
what comes together is the fact that she said, we have our goals. We have goals and we have things that we want to achieve in life. And now because where we are financially, we can't achieve those goals. So she's saying, we have goals as a unit. We can't achieve those goals. And you have been the main person to help us get there. And now I feel like what she's trying to say, whatever he was doing before, it's failing. And I'm going to step up. But the reason she might not have told him that she had the OnlyFans is because his ego wouldn't allow her to be the person making the money and making ends meet. If he can't figure out, oh, now you can figure it out? No. Okay. So it gets juicier. Oh. She didn't tell him she had an OnlyFans. Yeah. So, That's what I'm on. saying. Let me, she let didn't me, tell him because I don't the... think he can handle it. Not that just it was the OnlyFans, but that she was finding a way to get to the money. It's no, like... but she was not the reason he found out. That's what I I'm know. saying. Right. But hold on. Let, let me add this, this quick context because it is important. Like you said, with the with the goal, the collective goals. Now, um, again, this is just reporting what has already been reporting out there. But they're saying just some of his NBA contract, he went through like $60 million. So like, you know, a lot of money, a lot of failed businesses caused them to go into depression. So there was two main things that, that mm. she said with all of this, with her interview to TMZ that were, were very important points. She said that she, and even in the first one, that she had gone to Joe many times yes. and was like, hey, we need to do something. We need to do something. We need to do something. And he was just comfortably like content, just whatever. With letting things just kind of just, was Just letting things go. And so she was like, I got sick of trying to do this. So I put my boots on and I, I got to it essentially. And so, and to me, like, again, this sounds simpish, whatever. Like, that's really respectful to me. Like, coming from a male perspective, like, you did what you had to do for the family. You put your ego aside. Now, the, before we jump back to you, the, the really quick thing how Joe found out is she said that Joe was entertaining a lady. And oh, this kid, y'all, this so is so he was entertaining messy. a lady, and the lady actually went through her eye because she said she hasn't linked in her IG and in her LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> she said wait yeah she got a so joe is really depressed because i mean like if he's not paying attention to the to all the signs yeah. he's clearly out here with someone else but here's my thing it's interesting how men can find a way to flip it so well, they always instead of acknowledging i'm out here creeping and how you found out because with another woman you're more offended that, yeah. that i'm doing xyz and she wasn't doing it with any men she was she was um, solo. Yeah, she's a solopreneur. <coughs> yeah, solopreneur on OnlyFans, mm -hmm. and so your concern is that you had to find out, but you're not thinking about what is doing to benefit the family. Or oh, house us. was about to bro. Like when she said that house was about to be taken, I was bro, like, oh no no no, get that go, money, go ahead, go. Get, get that money <laughs> because literally, like she said that the girl found. Found the page because she had it linked everywhere, and then he brought it up to her. She's like, "Yeah, I've been had this. I had this for like a year." A and he year. Just, he just went ape. And then they they asked her on TMZ, "Are you going to stop?" And she's like, "No." Um, but Joe's like not in the house right now. He left. Um, but they, they said that uh, they've been uh, they've been done. Like oh, this the, is for sure. She she said she very much like still loves him and all that stuff like that. Um, and she's like, "I've just even if we break or like separate, like I'll still." help him out like i guess it's really really bad for him and he was just okay with it being bad so let me this is giving some insecure episode this is too. no this like, is giving this was how, this would be on sisters 
Sisters, sisters, Tyler, and Tyler, insecure. Tyler Perry for sure I has mean, an episode about. So this. how do you handle that? Like, if we have agreed upon goals, well, hold on, you're like, not holding your end. I'm cook. telling you over and over and over that we need to achieve this goal. Let me let me cook. Cook, cousin, cook, cousin Marcel. Listen to me. If we ever get to a point where our house is about to be taken, cousin Marcel, you set up my page. You you manage you manage me. I'll be. I'll play video games in my Fenties. Whatever I have to do to make Those sure my kids don't go too. without. I might be. I might red, subscribe to that channel. Red, red Velvet will be on OnlyFans. Oh my goodness! If we have to, I like. You know what's crazy too? Like a lot of people really boo boo on. Like remember the City High song? What would you do? And uh, like when we were oh, kids, and a lot of people like they were like, "Yo, there's other ways to make money," and it's just like. You know, I, I thought about that song as soon as I read the uh, or saw the article, and I'm just like, that makes sense because if they're coming to take your house Friday, and you try to go to Dollar Tree to get a job and work for minimum wage, and like you ain't not gonna get your check for two weeks, yeah. and like maybe you need thirty k for your house, like how are you gonna get thirty k quick unless you sell a brick? You know what I mean? Like <laughs> you have to, you got to do something. It's, okay. It's not. It's not. It's not illegal, and so. Yeah, I just said all that to say that I'm not. My kids will not go without. I'll do what I gotta do. You are gonna do what you gotta do, yeah. okay? So y'all don't. That. I need y'all out there to be looking at OnlyFans and making sure you don't find this one on there. Because if he's on there, that no, means, you ain't gonna find me. That unless, means yeah, uh, that's true. If you find me, if you find me on there, make sure you uh, make sure you hit our tip Venmo for this podcast. Because we'll that means we struggling. Because that means this podcast might be going away. <laughs> Okay, you know, we like to end things on a little fun note. And my boo over here, he's been producing the episodes and, and finding the more uh, current pop culture things going stuff. on and the viral. So, okay, so again, if you are not subscribed, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Help us get the followers up. You know, head over to YouTube, RLL Podcast. Give us a follow on Instagram, our own individual. If y'all really want, you should like, Go through the playlist and just like let it run. Just like go do something else, and then like before you go to bed, hit play again and just let it run through the night too and the abs. So make sure you see all that stuff. <laughs> okay, and again, um, drop us some questions. So we really want to bring a little Q and A and answer some viewer questions. So go ahead down below, leave us a question around relationship. You can make it general. You can make it more tailored towards us. Comment and, how you support your person or your partner in the chat. Or yes. not in the chat, but comment below. And we'll see you next week with episode 15. Uh. <laughs>